0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from
1: First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC.
2: Slash jail.
0: Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds on 1037 The Buzz. With my boobay,
2: tastes like too late for the analyst. Girl, I can buy a wealthy girl with my base stuff. I know that it's good. you on my taste buds? I can't wait petty. Do your black, and break it down, we playin' tangle trust. AM to the b beam to the AM phone. Eat up your per diem. you just got the handum folk. If I quit your beam, I still rock Mercedes phone If I quit this season, I still beat the greatest funk. My left stroke just went viral. Right stroke, put a baby in the spiral. Surprise. Welcome
3: back to Out of Bounds from the Hogs Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Ty Pierce, Reggie Swinton. It's hour two. If you want to get involved in the show, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. As we left off the last hour, Reg, you were talking about your playing career and when it ended, January 1st, 2006. And uh, that, you know, from that moment, you didn't expect it and uh, you weren't able to necessarily
1: end the career you wanted to. Yeah, I think most players, they want to walk out on their own terms. And so most of us, man, don't know when our last game is. And we play that season thinking, hey, I got next year or a new contract, and it ended up being they think you washed up. And so I remember that game. I even got benched that game because I fumbled a punt against the Colts. And so that was my last time even getting on the field. And you were playing for who at the time? The Cardinals. Okay. Yeah, and so after the game, you know, I'm you a know, big Marvin Harrison fan, so I go over there and I get his jersey off his uh, shoulder pads, and surprisingly he asked me for my jersey. And I'm like, why do you want my jersey, <laughs> man? But, so I got his jersey at my house, <clears throat> and I'm expecting um, a new contract come uh, March. And nothing, and the only shot I ever had was to sign with Oakland, but it wasn't. For a contract it was a tryout they wanted me to fly out there and try out doing mini camp and i told my agent i said man i'm not gonna go out there and try out against oakland this is the team i tortured my whole career like i got plenty of film. they know what i can do and so i didn't go out there so <clears throat> so that that become does that become a pride thing at that point well my thing was if i go out there with no contract and i get hurt they don't owe me nothing and i was a veteran so if I go out there and I tear up my knee running the route and I come back to Arkansas, they ain't got to pay for nothing. So I'm like, I've been playing five years. Most of my highlights is against the Oakland Raiders. So they know what I can do. Why do they want to see me work out? Hindsight 2020, I didn't know that was my last opportunity. Oh, I would have went out there and did that. But I thought because I had made plays, you know, all pro, pro Bowl alternate, I thought I had another shot and I never got another phone call. So that's why the following season I came back home and I re-signed with the Arkansas Twisters. And I was going to play that 2007 season, and the day before the game they scratched me because of my back. And so they couldn't take that risk because of my back being bad. So that was going to be my walk-off right there. You know, I started here and I ended here. And being the fact that I was going to practice, but I was in pain because of my back, they decided that Friday, hey, man, we can't play you. And so that, that Friday was my last time wearing a helmet, but my last game was in 06. And so most players go through that, and it's real depressing because you've been playing football or sports your entire life, and now somebody's telling you, we don't think you're good enough. But in your mind, you're still the same guy you was five six years ago. So, so that sends you through a state of depression. And you're going through a lot with your family and your kids and your mental. And do you want to be here? So there's only, you know, um, a few guys that walk off like a Ray Lewis or a Peyton Manning, you know, walk off on their own turn. But most of us, we suffer that. I wish I had one more game.
3: So when when you didn't get any calls and of course it's your agent's job to reach out to teams what was that uh feedback like at that point your your agent's calling around and uh what kind of feedback did he get
1: So the agent I had my 5 years uh now was Drew uh Pittman and doing free agency Drew couldn't get me no phone calls so I actually fired him and I hired a guy named Jordan War And Jordan was the one that got me the so-called look in Oakland, right? And so I'm sitting there like, Jordan, I fired my guy, I had five years, you promised me this. And he couldn't get me a thing. And so I was upset with him, um, but really and truly I hurt my toe the second game of the year that year in 2005. And so um, I had a torn ligament in my right big toe. So when you watched the film on me that year, I don't look as explosive as I did look in the past. So what they were probably saying was, man, he's going downhill, he's 30 years old, you know, going downhill. What they didn't know was, I was extremely hurt. But I wasn't reporting my injury all the time because I refused to be on the injury report. Because once you're labeled- You can't get away with that anymore now. Yeah, yeah, right. Because once you're labeled IP injury prone, that tag sticks with you. And then plus that year I had a split contract. And so if I went on IR that year, I would, would have been getting half of my contract. So I was bringing in 30000 a week uh, gross. But if I can't even play, that's 15000 As in, uh, I'm not going to lose that kind of money. So I sucked it up and I played that whole year hurt. Hindsight 2020, maybe I should have had surgery and set out. But you just never know how things are going to work out. But the biggest, the biggest mistake I made, Joe... Was and I'm gonna tell you a story. Is I turned down the contract with Detroit for three years, $3.2 million. I turned that down because I felt like I, I could get more. So at the end of the season, in December of 2004, Matt Millen came to me in the lunchroom and said, Hey, uh, we like you here. And he took me outside the cafeteria area and said, do you want to be here? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, well, we like you here, and we want to offer you a contract extension. This is before free agency. So your team can uh, sign you in December. So I said, well, let me talk to my agent first. I don't want to just say, yeah, it is. You know, I want to talk to him first because I was hot in 04. I'm like, man, if Dante Hall got $7 million this year, I can at least get five or six because I was balling. So after I got done, I called Drew. I said, Hey, man, I said, man, Matt Miller came to me and said he want to give me a contract. And he said, Three year, 3.2. I said, Drew, your thoughts? He said, Well, that's good, but what do you think? I said, Man, Dante got seven million. I want at least five and a half. He said, Well, that's your call. Well, free agency came in 2005. I got married in April. Spent a lot of money on that wedding. Because <laughs> I thought I was going to get this big paycheck. And we spent a lot of money on that I, I was there. Joe. You had a big a big wedding party. Joe,
4: a lot of money.
1: <laughs> $56,000 wedding. Because <laughs> I was anticipating. Now, she spent that. I told her a $10,000 budget. She ended up spending all that money. We still married, though. Um, so it wasn't a waste. And so when free agency came in March... We uh the first wave is all the guys who getting six, seven million, you know, sixty million dollars, you know what I mean? So I knew I wasn't gonna be in that first wave. The second wave, I'm like, yeah, I'll be in the second wave. So second wave come that's the guys who getting three, four year contracts. I'll be there. That wave came and went. Now we like a month and a half out. There nothing. So I'm on the honeymoon in Miami, about to uh board our ship. And Drew called me. He said, "Hey, he said we got two calls. He said Houston, Texas want you, and then Jaguars want you." I said, "How much?" He said, "Well, it's the, the uh, same uh, deal." I said, "What?" Well, he said, "One year, a hundred grand up front, five thirty base, or uh, so." It was the minimum. No, no, no. One year, a hundred grand up front and six thirty base. I said, "What?" I said, "Drew, I was." In the top three, but there was no return man to compare me against that year. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So they was like, "There's nobody to, to to just go bounce the contract off of." I'm like, "Drew, call Detroit back there." So he calls Detroit back. Detroit knows that I'm not hot in the market, so they dropped their offer down to one year, six thirty, a hundred uh, grand.
3: So they they matched yeah. what was out there on you.
1: Yeah, I'm like, man, they but. That's when I learned it's a real business. Right. So I said, when I was in Jacksonville, I don't want to go back there. I said, I'm rapping, you know, me and Paul Wall real close. So I signed with Houston. I can be in, you know, Houston with Paul Wall and Mike Jones and, you know, all these guys I hang out with anyway in the rap scene so I can be down there with them. So that's how I wound up going to Houston <clears throat> on that uh, one year. uh uh deal, but I was very unhappy because I felt like uh then I felt like that Detroit played me. Now being this age I understand if I can save money, save money. And that's what Detroit was doing. So I turned down my own big deal by trying to be greedy.
3: So and I I wouldn't say that, you know, being greedy because players, especially NFL players They have to get the game. It's all about guaranteed money. Like NBA players, MLB players, once they sign that contract, it's guaranteed. Right. So they get that full contract. NFL players don't get that. So it's nothing about being greedy. Like Des Bryant, he had a similar situation where he had an offer from the Ravens, three years, 21 mil. So that's seven mil a year. He felt like his, his value was more than that. He turned that down, and he wanted to go deeper in the free agency and and look around for some other teams. Well, when he didn't get any more calls, it, it turned from a three-year contract to a one one-year year. contract, and then it wasn't seven mil for that one year, which he was going to get over those three years. It was about you know five and a half or so. It was lower. Yeah. So so the money kept dropping every time because he didn't. He didn't take advantage of that one at the time because he thought his worth was more.
1: And because there's no one to compare you with. And that's how they do it. <clears throat> and I look at, I turned down with one, 1.3, 1.4 million a year for three years because I was trying to get what Dante Hall got. And so as time uh, went on, that was also part of my depression is I'm like, you know, I had the chance to to, to uh, be a millionaire. And because I told them no, I ended up, not being one, and so that bothered me for a long time. So that's why I come. I was like Lamar Jackson signed this contract, you know, signed it, dude, because I know how they do. And when you end the game and you know your worth, just because you know your worth, they may not value you uh, like that. And so I look, look, look at, look, at it, look at all these young guys who are holding out, waiting for money. Don't go through what I went through, man. Cause that 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 hurt me. And that hurt me a great deal, going from making 1.4 a year to 6.30 a year.
3: With special teams players, and, and, you know, that's not something that's at the forefront of thinking for a lot of people outside the organizations and people that are making decisions. Now, the people that are with the teams, they realize that there is an importance there. But as far as some of the positions... In football, what do you you think are the most expendable positions? Because special teams players could be um, as far as returners, not necessarily kickers or or punters, but uh, returners. But also, um, you know, running backs, the way that they they treat running backs these days, it seems like they're a really expendable position in in the the minds of the teams that are going out to get these guys.
1: Right now, if you are a fifth, sixth, seventh-round pick, as a running back, that's great for you because they're trying to save money by getting you in there and getting them high dollar guys out of there. <clears throat> so whereas as a receiver, you you know, you want to be a first round pick, second round pick, man, running back. If you a seven round pick now, that's good. Cause if you good and you balling out, they'll cut that other guy and keep you because running backs aren't value. kick return, <clears throat> That really upset me a few years ago when they changed that whole rule thing about, you know, you can't have wedges. They moved the ball up five yards, so now the balls go out the end zone. Like a person like me that made my name off of that, if you're back there on kick return, for what? And if you're not the punt returner, what's the point of even having that? Unless it's onside kick. Because, man, you watch a game, it might be eight kickoffs, only one return. What's the value in that? So, for a person like me, man, I would be highly upset that I couldn't do a kick return. And knowing me, I would be seven yards in the end zone and still returning it out. Yeah. That's my only time to shine. Yeah. That's my only time to shine. Now, if I fumble, that's on me. But. Or or if you don't get back to at 20 the, time, yard line. the 20 yard yeah. line. <clears throat> but I'm taking my chances. That's the only chance I get. Uh, Turpin, he should be touching the ball more. He's electrifying. But they punt the ball so high he can't return it and it go out the end zone. And he's not being paid enough to be a featured receiver. So after this year, he's gonna be expendable. Uh why is that? Because Deuce Bond is waiting. It's a nasty business, man. And until you've been on the inside, you can be a fan all you want to and cheer for your team. But until you've been on the inside, listen. They told uh Jason Tucker in the pregame in Mexico in two thousand one while he and I was out there doing kickoffs in the pregame, Joe Alvazano, rest in peace, he walks on the field and he tells Jason Tucker right beside me, You're not gonna return tonight. Swinton gonna do all the duties. So this, he, he knew it was over at that point. This man been in your starting returning for three years. They didn't do it in secrecy in privacy. They came out there in the pregame in Mexico against the Raiders, and he told that man to his face while well, I'm sitting right there beside him, this odd new return guy, and I'm sitting there like, "Wow, but then guess what so so at that moment, that was new to you, he hadn't told that you was before that was new to me I didn't know, but then guess what? It happened to me with uh Woody Danzler. When he ran that that, uh, that kick return back on Thanksgiving against the uh, against the Washington Redskins, where he tiptoed that uh, sideline, You remember that one?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: I got benched that week in practice. So what happened for me happened to me.
3: That it, it, what goes around comes yeah, around.
1: Yeah. And so, as I was sitting there, like, wow, they told this man in front of me, not in secrecy, but then in practice. They came to me and did me the exact same way. And they put me on punt team and kickoff team. I ain't no freaking tackler.
3: So what happened after that then in that situation? Well, that I, had
1: fought, well I had fought Emmitt Smith that year, too, so that was the reason why they come to bench me. They was trying to prove a point.
3: But as far as you going on punt and kick team, uh, did you just play the position?
1: I or? actually made I No, I was pissed. I don't tackle? That's not what I do. You ain't seen no film of me tackling nobody. Now, I did make a couple of tackles. (laughs) I did do that. That's a way to keep a roster spot. But for the rest of the year, this was, so Thanksgiving game, we still had four or five more games left. I didn't touch the field on offense or kick punt return the rest of the season. Thank God Parcells came in the next year and put me back there deep. But that regime there didn't want to because I fought Emmitt.
3: And you mentioned about the onside kick. Onside kick is something that has become more difficult over the years. Like now, it's almost impossible. Because there's you, no running start. Yeah, you, you see it happen now. Yeah. So that, so that's the major difference in the uh, the rate of, yes. of
1: recovering. Because when you're running, you can almost get there at the same time that the uh, that the ball is going to yeah. get there. But when you stand standing still... You can't run no 3 240 yard dash and get there fast enough. So it has and, to be you a perfect
3: to, bounce. And you have to wait until the ball is actually kicked before you can It has to running. be a
1: perfect bounce. They are trying to make the game safer, but they're not. They're doing that so they can have less lawsuits. This game is changing right in front of our faces. It's now becoming entertainment and not football as we know it. How do you feel about like wrestling?
3: How do you feel about the alternate to the onside that we've seen in like USFL and XFL, AAF, and all the other leagues, where um, you you take the ball fourth and fifteen from the twenty-five, and if you pick it up, you keep possession. If not, the other team, of course, gets the ball there. You know that's like the alternative to the onside. How, how do you feel about that?
1: Joe is not football. It ain't football as we know it. It's, it's completely taking the physicality out the game. Sure, we have injuries, but we knew that when we signed up for it. We knew that. They're trying to save money by, you know, not paying these lawsuits. But when you come in the league, you know you know what's at risk. You know it could be a knee injury, a head injury, you know, Whatever. But to take the special teams out of the game, to take the running game away, uh, you can't touch the quarterback. You can't touch the receivers across the middle. There's no, there's no true targeting uh, spot on your body. You know, uh, can't go too low, can't go too high. Like, what are we doing here? It's completely changing the you game. You can't even sure. fall on the quarterback. So you go in full speed. You tackle a quarterback, you 320. Your momentum is supposed to keep you up while he falls down. Or or you're supposed to try to fall away from him and you don't know how he's falling. That's bad science. That's really bad science. That's 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 not even possible. And those penalties happen on third down and fourth down. Or a pass interference that don't even make sense and you give the team a new set of downs because of these new rules or if you pass rushing and you swipe at the ball when he throws it and your thumb hits his helmet oh that's detrimental to his head 15 yard penalty what are we doing? So
3: outside of taking the game back to what it was because we know that they're not going to go back to some of the more physical play what, what do you see in the game that you would improve upon right now what are some of the things you see that you say i you know those things could change to improve the game and, we, and would,
1: we can come back and, and talk more about it i would take the pass interference and make it like college 15 yards because you could be in trouble third and 50 and you throw up the ball and they call pass interference you get a first down and you get it 45 yards down down the field that ain't fair to the defense we're going to come back with more of Out of Bounds after this break
3: from the Hogs and Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, Top Pierce, Reggie Swin. Trey Schaeff is going to join us. He's going to come in and uh, talk about From the Short Grass, one of the episodes that's already aired and one that will air soon. So we're going to hear from Trey Schaeff on the other side. Stay tuned. More of Out of Bounds coming up.
2: Justin and Wes in the Zone, courtesy of Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway. Shop Chris Crane Hyundai's selection of new and pre-owned vehicles online at chriscranehyundai.com. It's Quint Sterner in the Zone each week, brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai of Conway on your fun and game station 103.7 The Buzz.
0: Sports
2: Center. Arkansas football has reportedly found their next wide receivers coach as they are expected to hire Missouri State co-offensive coordinator Ronnie Fouch. Fouch previously worked under Bobby Petrino at Louisville and Missouri State. In college basketball yesterday, Central Arkansas beat champion Christian 120-54. They are led in scoring by Male native Carl Daughtery Jr., who had a career-high 29 points. Their next game will be on Saturday against North Alabama. Tonight in college basketball, Woodrock will host SIU Edwardsville at the Jack Stevens Center. Both teams are currently 1-1 one one in Ohio Valley Conference play tip is set for seven coverage can be heard on 1067 buzz 2 and arkansas state also plays tonight as they host georgia southern and jonesboro tip for that game is set for seven i'm christian weaver with the buzz radio network
0: Saw the wait is over. Brewski's North is officially open for business in the Lakewood Village Shopping Center. Doors open at 11 a.m. with all of your pub grub favorites and happy hour drink specials. Come get your grub on with the all new Smash Burger lineup. Best wings in the city with 11 different sauces or try the new additions to the menu
2: like the spicy Asian chicken salad. Live music starts the weekend every Thursday with karaoke every Friday and Saturday. Brewski's North, you're home for lunch, happy hour, and late night. This year we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing.
4: They pitched
1: impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring.
2: And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention.
1: In the end, we just decided to tell
3: it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award winning customer service at affordable rates.
2: Plus, Our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See
0: shelter agent Monica Reiners in North Little Rock, Larissa Cali in Bryant, or Chris Allen in Stuttgart. Give the gift that will last a lifetime this holiday season. You need to call QC Kinetics right now. If you or a loved one have knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, and you just can't get rid of it, Get lasting relief with no surgery, no drugs, and no downtime. Hey, everybody, it's RJ Hawk. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine. And you know what? You can call right now for a free consultation by calling 222-8440. If you've got pain from an old injury or pain associated with arthritis, you need to check this out today. The future of medicine is here, and it's here to stay. Regenerative treatments from QC Kinetics These all natural treatments Repair and restore damaged joint tissues Giving you pain free and movement again And don't forget you can use your HSA and FSA funds For QC Kinetics Call now for that free consultation 501-222-8440 501-222-8440 That number one more time 501-222-8440 Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer Is a proud sponsor of the Big Game since 1957, Guadney has had its own winning team. And with
1: brand new team member Devo Davis, they can't lose. I'm proud to know I have the support of my personal hometown dealership, Guadney Chevrolet. Trading with Guadney is a slam dunk.
0: Guadney Chevrolet, 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Call 982 2102 GuadneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet, find new roads. Go
4: Guadney or go home.
3: Tune in to Out of Bounds each Monday for Reaction Monday brought to you by Fleet Management Services. Serving Central Arkansas for over 20 years, they're your small to mid-sized fleet specialist. Fleet Management Services is looking for a maintenance tech. Oil changes, tires, general maintenance. 100% paid health insurance, match 401k, paid holidays, paid vacation. The right person can make $600 per week. Call 501-375-3672.
0: Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people.
3: to Out of Bounds from the Hogsmeade Market studio. Joe Franklin, Todd Pierce, Reggie Swinton, and now joined by Trey Shap. And
5: uh, it's another episode of From the Short Grass. Yeah, thank you, Freak. Appreciate it. Um, Fred Perpall? Fred Perpall. He's the uh, president of the United States Golf Association. And um, episode one was last week with him, so episode two came out this week. Uh, If you weren't listening to Buzz 2 last night, which Let's face it. Probably not a lot of you were, but uh, you can hear him tomorrow morning five thirty to six, right here on the Buzz, or you can go to our, our any of our, you know, podcast platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, Google. Um, they're all there, and um, so yeah, he was a he was a great interview. I thought you met him at Trinity Golf Club. He's a member of Trinity Forest. He's one of the founding members of Trinity Forest. He and, and uh, Jonas Woods uh, was the main guy behind trinity forest and it's built on an old landfill uh just south of dallas southeast of dallas yeah that was
3: something that stood out about the interview and, uh, the land that it's on
5: and and so yeah and so they they reclaim that land and and his firm the beck group uh which is an architecture firm in dallas and it's it's all over the country and in mexico and in places the beck group is a a well-known architectural firm uh, they built the clubhouse. The clubhouse is nice, but I originally met him at the Stevens Cup last year in Sim- at Seminole down in Juneau Beach, Florida. Uh, Mr. Warren Stevens introduced me to uh, Mr. Purpal and Mr. Jonas Woods down there because they were hosting it the next year. So they were down there checking everything out, seeing how the tournament was run, and then they tried to take what they learned from you know, Seminole and make it better for Trinity Forest in the tournament that was there this year and so saw him again this year and we connected again and then finally had the opportunity to where schedules worked out because he's much busier than I am and um, I was able to get down to Dallas and and sit down with him.
3: Yeah interesting conversation you guys talking about his origins and how he started playing golf some of the equipment that uh, is used in the game of golf because didn't realize that at one time there were two different golf balls used one in the in the u.s. and then one used on the european tour
5: yeah so, so in that europe, was interesting yeah the, the size of the golf ball was different uh... several years ago so if you played in a professional tournament in europe the size of the golf ball was different than what you played in a professional tournament here in the united states and of course a lot of that goes to the rollback of the golf ball because it's traveling so far these days and i thought joe i don't know how 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 you feel In listening to him, when he explained to me why they have to roll back the golf ball, it made complete sense to me. And, Reggie, when you think about it, if you don't limit how far the golf ball can fly, it's going to keep going further and further and further. So what that does is it takes up more land to build a golf course because they got to try and... Back in the day, it was tiger-proof a golf course. Well, now you got to basically try to more than tiger-proof it. And so if Club A is going to build a 650-yard par 5 or a 700-yard par 5 or even an 800-yard par 5, well, what's to keep the same? a different club in that same town saying, well, they've got an 800-yard par 5. Maybe we need one as well. Well, think about Pebble Beach. Think about the old course at St. Andrews. They've got nowhere to grow. I mean, they're landlocked and they're sea-locked. And so those iconic golf courses have nowhere to expand And so you have to roll back the golf ball. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And he made it, he used an analogy of if there were no restrictions on how far the baseball could fly. And if you ended up putting a metal bat in the baseball player's hand, aluminum bat, um, in the baseball player's hands, how far would they hit the golf ball? You would have to destroy Fenway Park. You would have to destroy Wrigley Field because they would be hitting the ball out on the reg. And it wouldn't be any fun. It wouldn't be baseball anymore. You you know
3: how long ago they, they changed where the golf balls I are don't. the same size? Okay, so at the time that that was going on, do you think that benefited the European players coming to play the PGA Tour or vice versa?
5: I think it probably benefited yeah. I, I think it would benefit whoever was playing the smaller ball, I would think, because of the aerodynamics. It would fly further than a bigger ball because more surface area that has to go through the wind, that it would have more friction, if you will, as opposed to a smaller ball. Like, you could probably hit a marble pretty far.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, just thinking about, like, they're playing with that smaller ball, but Mm -hmm. then if they come play a PGA Tour event, you know, it it seems like it may have an effect on them in, in some sense.
5: Yeah. And in this episode coming up tomorrow, we get more into the state of the game of golf. Is it in a good state right now? What's next for the USGA? Um, And also we talk about the first tee. And he even made it about Little Rock. He said, look, if everybody that plays the game of golf in Little Rock would go find one kid at the first tee. And don't just give your dollars. But take a kid at the first tee and explain to them and sit down with them and, and show them the values that golf can bring to them. Think about how big that would be, not only for the first tee, but for Little Rock as a whole. Like if I go to, you know, Pulaski Heights Elementary School right now and I find one kid and I say, hey, let me introduce you to the game of golf. How big would that be? And if I did it, if Wes McNulty did it, if Chris Jenkins did it, if some of my golfing buddies did it, I mean, by the end of, you know, a couple of months, you would have touched thousands of kids and you're teaching them the game of golf. And the other thing back to, the golf ball and having to expand golf courses, Reggie, let's say you're a member of Club A, and Joe, you're a member of Club B. Club A's dues are $17,000. okay, And that's your initiation fee. Club's B's are $5,000. But yet, y'all want to expand the golf course so that you can host one of these major tournaments or something. Well, who's going to pay that cost? The members. Not the pga tour not the usga not the rna the members are going to incur the cost to be able to be a member of that club and then you got to think about too that okay you've got to maintain that once you build it so that's more fertilizer dollars that are having to be spent on fertilizer there's more you know manpowers to to mow that grass and the upkeep and so it's just getting out of hand
3: Like most things are. Everything costs more money as time goes on. It does. Not giving away too much from episode one, if anybody hasn't listened to that one, before they listen to episode two, what were some of the origins for Fred Perpall getting into golf?
5: Yeah, so uh, born in the Bahamas, um, Nassau, and came over to the United States, went to UT Arlington, was a track star, and also played basketball, played on the 94 Bohemia national team. And so he's a taller gentleman, you know, 6'4", 6'5", athlete. You can tell he's an athlete when you see him. But he started playing golf in Dallas. And uh, when Trinity Force is where where he really got honed in and and, uh, really started making golf a a priority, and um, it's helped him in business. And, I mean, he's getting to play some of the best golf courses in the world because of, the fact that he is the president of the United States Golf Association. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. And he talks about how Tiger Woods, you know, kind of broke some barriers there. And he said, if it wouldn't have been for Tiger Woods, he probably wouldn't be playing the game of golf.
3: Very impressive, Trey. And uh, when, when's it airing? The next episode of From the Short Grass.
5: Tomorrow morning, five thirty to six, right here on the Buzz before Morning Mayhem starts. We'll check it out. Yeah, let's go, Cowboys. <laughs> That's
1: right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Joe, you heard that?
5: <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, I already Reggie, know. I,
1: hey, I'll tell you this.
5: Know. my wife and I we were sitting at home and I told her, I said if if Philly loses to Arizona, we're booking flights to DC. We got a chance to go watch them clinch the division and get the number two seed. So you're going to the game this weekend. Well there's a catch. Okay. I said, but the game's gotta be at one o'clock Eastern time. Ah. Because we could get up and get back all in one day. And then when they announce three twenty five. Yeah. I went and I canceled all the flights because oh, I had God. I had the flights booked. I was just waiting, and I had tickets picked out. I just hadn't hit the send button on hmm. getting the ticket. I'm kind of glad I didn't now because it looks like a Nor'easter is going to be up there this weekend. And so, <laughs> and the weather might be a but little suspect. To, yeah,
3: it's
1: going to be cold up there, man. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. It seems like that's always a difficult game, though, for the Cowboys
5: at the end of the season.
1: The commanders division, seem to play them. It's
5: any division game, but hey, if they lose then yeah we're in trouble like you said earlier Reggie I agree with you but what if what if Philly goes and lose loses to the Giants well it doesn't matter though it, it doesn't matter at this point if the Cowboys win all they got to do, do is win, win. Di- yeah they no win I division. get that but if they but lost, if they, yeah both teams lost the Cowboys win a division they win the division but I think Detroit slides up to the two seed yeah well no because they head to head head to head that's right Reggie be good either way. Oh, Cowboys I know, I know Lions. He hey, what would you do? Team. What would you do if the if there's a division game back in Dallas with the Cowboys and the Lions? Dallas, okay. A, a
3: championship game. Ch- you are yep. going with yep. the Cowboys? Well, it's a, it's
5: a division game because the NFC Championship game will it won't be Dallas and, and the Lions because the Lions are locked
3: into they the three seed,
1: right? They they would meet with second round. Yeah, second okay, round. Second round division round.
3: Okay, but think about this, Reg. Cowboys haven't been to the Super Bowl in a while. We know that. <laughs> but, but, but like the, but, you said, but but the like Lions, you said, Reggie, but who's, the Lions, who's in the Ring of Honor, the now? Lions have yeah, never man. been to the Super Bowl. So wouldn't that be a little more meaningful? My loyalty is is, (laughs) look. look, I love my lions. I see.
1: I see that beanie (laughs) that he's wearing. But it's sixty forty. Sixty cowboys, forty in Detroit. And and what's the name of uh, the youth football organization? What is it called? That's only. uh, Hold on, Joe. (laughs) What's it called? The Arkansas Lions. That's only because at the time I named my football team, I was pissed off at the Cowboys betrayed me. I was still mad ten years later. Yeah. So,
3: so what made you circle back? What made you went back?
1: Went back with that first All Star game in thirteen, and we went back to Cowboy Stadium and went to Valley Rest and I went in the locker room and I saw my old locker Des Bryant had it and I walked around and I said you know what man instead of being mad be appreciative <laughs> absolutely yeah. and that turned my whole thing around you know I was blessed to do something that many kids want to do so at that point I said you know what man stop being bitter and be, you know just be thankful at that point it all came back like that
5: JJ's in the ring of honor yeah He's in the ring. The room. black cat is gone. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
3: gotta love the excitement from the yeah. Cowboys
5: fans. Yeah.
3: It is something to be exciting about, though, when you don't have to worry about getting in the playoffs. You know exactly. you're there. You yep. know you're there.
5: Yep. Trey, appreciate you coming in. Yeah, Freak, thanks for having me. Reggie, good to Anytime. see you. It's good time. To good to
3: see you. We're going to come back with more of Out of Bounds after this break. Stay tuned.
2: At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh. Eat my catfish. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC Trims and Conditions Supply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet RAMP, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. RAMP's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And RAMP's software collects and verifies receipts automatically ramp.com slash sports. Hey, what's going on, everybody? I'm Wes Moore.
0: Coming up Friday in the Zone, we'll get you set for Arkansas's SEC opener with Auburn when Pat Bradley joins us. He'll be on the show at 1130. At 1110, we got Tom Murphy. We'll talk more Razorback news with him. Maybe by then, it'll be official. Arkansas has a new wide receiver coach. Plus, we got Philip Martin, Pigskin Preacher, NFL Talk, and a whole lot more. It's all coming up Friday in the Zone. It's where sports and entertainment come crashing together.
3: The circle of life includes death. For wills, trusts, and probate matters, there's no one better to protect your pride than our pride of legal lions. Exceptional communication and exceptional results in both the negotiating room and the courtroom. Lion Legal, the legal pride of Arkansas. Call
5: 227-ROAR and Lion Legal will come roaring.
0: The rescue. R.J. Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank. And Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, R.J., no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers. Customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high, but the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501 900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender.
2: This is Pat Bradley, and I'll be on Drive
0: Time Sports Weekly with Randy and Rick, presented by Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union. Alcoa Community FCU has rates as low as 3.99% with their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Hurry! Offer ends January 31st. There's only one place to stop for the best in meats in Central Arkansas. It's Hogs Meat Market. Check out their monthly package deals of the best meats online at HogsMeatMarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people.
3: welcome back to out of bounds live from the hogs meat market studio joe franklin Top pierce reggie swinton we've uh gotten into some nfl talk and some golf talk and uh if you want to get into the show, you can still get in. Call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural T- Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Gangster Museum of America, life and feedback. We're going to go to the phones and talk to EJ, who has a question for you, Reg. That's
4: what it is. Okay.
3: What, what's up, EJ?
4: He's hey how's it going guys how y'all
3: doing doing good ej turn your radio down and listen through the phone please oh that's dj okay dj yes, what's uh, up oh that's dj yeah what's up dj <laughs> what's going on how
4: you guys doing doing good we're good man what's up? all, all right? right hey i had a question for Reggie. uh 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 how was it uh uh picking in the tur- uh even for the Lions or the Cowboys last week kind of these
1: I think we all had that question DJ yeah, yeah. I had, I had to go with the childhood team first and uh so I went with the team who I've been loving since I was a kid you know big Michael Irvin fan and so that's where I went but had Detroit won I wouldn't have been mad but it benefited Dallas more to win so, that's where I went with it.
4: Okay. Yeah. And uh, hey, and I also want to ask you guys, uh, so what's your take? I guess uh, 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 Lamar Jackson uh, made some was out of the uh, naysay. It looks like he's probably in line for the MVP this season, right?
3: Yeah, he definitely couldn't play himself out of it because he's not playing. And then, you know, some of the, the closest competition maybe Christian McCaffrey, and uh, he's not playing either. And then some of the mm-hmm. quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, if he's still in the mix, which he's had a down season for him. So uh, yeah, it looks like it is Lamar Jackson now. Dak,
1: I was Dak, about to say there, when you look an, at it, there's an
3: argument for Dak.
1: Dak numbers, and I yeah. you know you know I you know I'm very hard on Dak. Dak numbers are way better than Lamar's overall. So how what's the criteria that we pick now? Because Dak got with 34 touchdowns, Lamar got 19. Dak got 4,000-some yards. Lamar got 3,000-some yards. So, what's your criteria? Because Dak numbers I guess
4: are way better. Yeah, yeah. That, that is a good point. I didn't uh, think about that. And uh, I had a, uh, uh, Joe, I had a question, I guess, as far as uh, uh, what's your outlook as far as, uh, uh, I'm going to uh, do a Saracen bet on. Uh, by Petrino becoming a new house
6: coach
4: <laughs> <this> year, <laughs> uh, <laughs> it looks like, like sabotage <laughs> they, Look <that> up.
6: <laughs> D- DJ
3: they, they may post something but uh, at this point I don't see that happening I know I know that's kind of the perspective that everybody is taking I don't see it happening though
4: yeah I have one more thing and I'll let you guys go hey uh, uh and uh I hear it's an opening out there that uh, at, uh, uh Little Rock Southwest uh and uh, I've been on Reggie Swinton, and I said he needs to be a high school coach around here. He's got a lot a lot of talented players out of his program, several of them from Parview, Robinson. They played at uh, Bryan and some of the other schools and stuff. I just want to ask Reggie, uh, is he still uh, seriously uh, considering uh, uh, the high school ranks? Uh, and uh, I think he'll be a great fit over there at uh, Little Rock Southwest or, you know, one of the area schools with his connections with the community and stuff. You've done good work, man. I'm proud of
1: you. I appreciate it, man. Appreciate it, DJ. (laughs) Have a good one. Put me on the spot on that one. (laughs) Well,
3: um, I mean, that's been something that's been common knowledge for years that you've, you know, you've done what you've done with youth football, but you also want to take it to another level and possibly be a high school coach someday, so, You know, uh, some of these opportunities that are out there, you're definitely looking into them.
1: All I'll say is uh, the job is not open yet. Um, And when it does open, I will apply for it. Um, Do I want the job? I will say yes. Definitely want it. But I know i got to meet certain standards. And, you know, I think I've met them. So we'll see what happens when the job opens. Hopefully sometime next week. Coach Patton was there for four years. And he's now moved on to Whitehall. And, you know, so we're going to see what happens out there. But Southwest definitely needs a guy out there that uh, that can discipline, that can coach, and that can corral the kids. And I know one thing about this. If the football team is good, the overall school morale will be good. And, you know, my pitch is, I know it's youth football, but I coached college one year um, and junior high um, uh, four years. Wherever I've gone, I've been a winner, except the Cowboys. But um, I've been a winner my whole life. Uh, You know, I know how to win. So if given the opportunity, I can guarantee you Southwest will be turned around, and it won't be long.
3: Let's go to the phones talk to 49er John. What's up, 49er John?
6: What's going on? How y'all doing?
3: Doing good. What's up?
6: I I mean, seriously, Reggie, today, I mean, you spewing all this cowgirl crap. First of all, I've never seen you and the other guy that was just on. I've never seen so many Cowgirl fans excited about having the number two seed. Shouldn't you strive for the number one seed? It
3: what did, the hell are it, you excited it about? It didn't Listen, happen. It didn't happen. They they got the two seed. They got to deal with what they have.
6: The only thing you need to be excited about, Reggie, is so long and y'all ass whooping until the NFC championship game. That's it but I didn't hear that come out your mouth. You want Philadelphia to beat us. You know what time it is, Reggie. You played the game. You played the game. You see, the, you see it on the wall. That's why you want everybody to beat the 49 because your cowgirls ain't got the heart. But all of a sudden, you want to put them in the Super Bowl. Really? 42 to 10, does that ring a bell, Reggie? Does that ring a bell, Reggie? But you've been spewing all this cowgirl crap all for the past hour and a half. Did you forget about the ass whooping the 49ers put on y'all? Ain't nothing changed. Y'all 0-7 on the road. Let's just say hell freeze over when you win these next two games and make it to the NFC Championship game. You're not beating the 49ers. You know it. I'll put some money on it, Reggie Swinton. Mr. NFL player, Mr. so-called cowgirl fan. All of a sudden, you like Dak Prescott. Really? Hello? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't get quiet, Reggie. You've been spewing that crap all, 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 day, all day long. Just be realistic. Just because you, you gave Jimmy Johnson, gave, let him in the Hall of Fame, that don't mean nothing. You don't have any dogs on your team. Now tell West that. Tell anybody any cowgirl that. You don't have no dogs on your team. Yeah, y'all can lead and force, be all the commentators and spew and try to brainwash everybody, but you still got Dak at your quarterback, and he ain't beat the 49ers yet.
3: Appreciate the call, 49ers on. Always good to hear from you. Have a good rest of the
1: day, too. <laughs> Is, is, yeah, is, is that his final answer? Yeah, I guess that is. Let him. Re- he need his medicine, man. He'd be all right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> more out of bounds coming up after this break is hour three. Stay tuned, and uh, we have much more.
2: For Telco Federal Credit Union. Looking for your next truck and shocked by the prices? As a member of Telco Federal Credit Union, they can help finance your next purchase, whether from a dealership or from an individual. Telco can even finance your out-of-state funds, and if needed, they can help with vehicle values and negotiation tips. The local team at Telco Federal Credit Union will find you the right loan, the lowest rate, and make the process easy. Stop in, log
6: on, or call 501 501-